Hi, friends, and welcome to a special episode of the Lessons from Dead Guys podcast. Today, instead of talking about a specific saint, sinner, heretic, or mystic uh, who may have influenced my life in, in some way, whether it be theology or, or practice or or how I live in following Christ, instead of talking about someone specific today, we're going to talk about today, the present day, which is November 1st, which is in the church year, All Saints Day, or sometimes called the Feast of All Saints or All Hallows Day. It's the second day of the Tridom called All Hallow Tide in the church calendar, which is a three-day remembrance or a three-day, I guess, celebration or uh, commemoration of the dead, which includes Hallow's Eve or Halloween, All Saints Day, which is today, and then tomorrow, which would be All Souls Day. Now, depending on your background and what kind of church tradition you come from, you're going to have, you know, slightly different perspectives on this holiday or, you know, on on this feast day and, and what it's about. So, um, I'm not really worried about getting into that too much, but I just really want to talk about what today and the, the this three day these three days really mean for me, and how this day has become so representative of the last couple years of major life theology shift that I've been going through. And if you, if, like I said, if you've, you know, this podcast this this podcast is about all these people that we're commemorating today that we're remembering during this time of the church year, because All Saints Day is about remembering those who have died, who have gone off to glory, whether it be our grandmother who has died in Christ, or whether it be St. Maximus the Confessor, or, you know, Dorothy Day, or, or whoever, whether it be someone who's a venerated saint, or a patron saint, or someone who is simply a follower of Christ who has died and gone on to glory. And so, that that's what this whole this whole holiday or, or season with, or these days within the church calendar are for, it's for remembering those that have gone on before us down these wild paths. And so that's, if you can't, if you can't tell that, that just means so much to me because of what this podcast is about and where this podcast is being birthed from. So like I said, this is a special episode and you know, I can't, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to use this week's episode to just really celebrate All Saints Day and talk about it and bring just some attention to it to some people that maybe are kind of disconnected from the tradition and and from the observance of those days. Because Halloween's great, jack-o'-lanterns are great, ghouls are great, trick-or-treating is great, my son went as Franklin uh, the turtle. (laughs) I'm not sure why, but that's what he wanted to go as Franklin the turtle. And so it was fun, but it's also so much more than trick you know, trick, trick or treating. So as far as this time of the year goes within the church calendar, I may be a little unorthodox in my observance and I, I, I may not, I guess it would just depend on who you think of or, or what tradition you're from. But, um, I cannot tell, like I said, I cannot tell you how important this day in the church year has become for me because this day, uh, marks, you know, not necessarily a space, uh, a moment in space time, but a, a dramatic shift in my life that has been occurring and is still occurring over the last several years. This shift in my faith, my walk, my my life and understanding, my my theology, how I approach Scripture, how I approach God, just everything. Um, it, it's been going on for the last couple of years, and that same shift birthed this podcast. This podcast is lessons from dead guys, <laughs> saints, sinners, heretics, and mystics. It's, a, it's about these people who have laid the foundations for the church to carry the mission of God and the gospel of Jesus forward. And so this podcast is birthed out of everything what this day stands for within the church calendar. 
And so like this shift, you know, in my life, it wasn't some single event or it wasn't some spontaneous transformation by any means. It was rather, and I guess really still is very much a long walk down the wild paths left not only by the saints of the church, but also the sinners and the heretics and the mystics and the people that don't fit the, I guess, the common mold of when we think saints. And my life has been so affected by that because I had such a narrow, narrow worldview and a narrow approach to scripture and church tradition. And I had just a completely anemic faith. And this day to me has just become so important. The this This time of year and and these days have become so important because it's a reminder to me of where I was, but it's also a reminder of me to where I'm going because I'm in good company. Today reminds me that I'm in good company with doubters, with sinners, with people that have been called heretics, and I would love to be found among the mystics, but I don't really think that's something I can attribute to myself, and I wouldn't think that I'm even where anywhere close to being called saintly, but I can definitely relate to those people that are that are sinners and those people that have been called heretics and, and feel like heretics and wrestled with the doubt. So this day to remember those people is really everything that this podcast is about. Like if you've been listening at all to any measure, I guess for since this podcast has been out, you've you've probably gotten a hint of what really the whole ethos of this thing is and and why I'm doing it, and it's because my worldview, my biblical literalist, tiny evangelical Pentecostal worldview was shattered by people in other church traditions and by people that I was never in a million years thought I would ever read or study or learn from. Um, and some of the people that I'm thinking of today and on All Saints Day are Pierre Telehard de Chardin or Dorothy Day, which I just did a podcast on her. Those two people have influenced my theology so much. And then even going further back, St. Maximus the Confessor and St. Isaac the Syrian, these, these are people that have just challenged everything I believed and helped me to move forward and become more like Christ. I'm thankful for it. And so that's what today is about for me. And it's about commemorating those that have gone before us. And so, like I said, I could not pass up the chance to talk about the importance of All Saints Day to me in my life and hopefully what it can mean for you on this episode of the podcast. The church triumphant is what the Catholic Church refers to all those who have gone before us, all those who have died in Christ. And like this day has just become so important to me because I'm in such debt to those who have gone before me. I'm such debt to them because the church triumphant is in all of its messy, wild, and u- unique glory helped me piece together a fragmented and really a fading faith in the church and likewise God, because those two go hand in hand. And I was so just kind of done with church, and I was so just at just uneasy with church that it began to affect my relationship with God. And no matter what people say, those two were so intertwined, you can't separate them. And like I said, so this these hosts, this cloud of witnesses, they, they saved me. They gave me fresh air to breathe. They gave me avenues to be who I know I am within the church and no longer feel alone and no longer feel like an outsider and no longer feel like I'm the only person that might think that way. So it opened up a whole new door. And that's why All Saints Day is so important to me. And, you know, this, uh, I think in the first episode, the introduction to this whole podcast, I talk about wild paths and I talk about that how G.K. Chesterton talks about church tradition and, and those that have gone before us, and he refers to them as the democracy of the dead. 
and how when we observe tradition and we remember the saints and we remember those that have gone before us, we are giving ourselves, opening ourselves up to the democracy of the dead, that we're saying that we don't have all the say-so and what it means to be a Christian and what it means to be the church. And so we open ourselves up to learn from those that have gone before us. And I can't tell you how beneficial that's been for me because it was really the single greatest blow to my hyper-individualistic and anemic faith. Like I said, if you've been, you, you kind of know some of that story and you, you know that I had this small fundamentalist worldview that chalked most other church tradition up. And when I say most other church traditions up, I'm saying I come from an evangelical Pentecostal background and I didn't really think Catholics had anything to offer me. I didn't think Orthodox Christians had anything to offer me. I didn't think people in these traditions had anything good to give to me and add to my faith and help me grow and become more Christ-like. I viewed these these traditions and the these you know these liturgical churches and and these these people that weren't like me is not only dead and dying streams of Christianity but streams of thought that literally were completely irrelevant to what it mean, meant to be a Christian. You know, I had these crazy lunatic ideas that basically the disciples, I guess, fell to their job and the early church went to crap. And somehow within the Pentecostal realm and evangelical realm, we were finally becoming part, seeing the church come back to fruition again. So, I mean, how just ridiculous is that? And you don't, I mean, that's almost like worthy of being committed in my eyes now. But these traditions, you know, that were, I saw them as nothing but hollow rituals. And and even in some measures of my thought, I I saw them as pervasive. You know, perversions of what true Christianity is supposed to look like. So when I began to step outside of that bubble and read these saints and these sinners and these heretics and mystics, these people that we're remembering today, my whole world changed. Point blank. Everything. I did an interview on a podcast for a church that describes herself as an ancient future faith community. Um, a few weeks back, and he, the the pastor there asked me. He said, "Ryan, so what what drew you to the church fathers? What?" And we're, we were talking about this trend of people my age, and and how we're kind of re- there's a there's been a mass resurgence of people returning back to the turning back to their older, more liturgical styles of worship and tradition, and and these in the teachings of the historic church. And he said, "You know, can you speak to that? Can you can you say why?" It is that you were so attracted to the church fathers and so attracted to some of these practices um, of, you know, the greater church that was greater, you know, higher, you know, outside of your worldview. And I, I think the the primary thing I answered with was that when I read the church fathers, I seen a Christianity that looked almost nothing like the Christianity that I held as true. When when I finally started reading the Church Fathers and I finally started reading these people that were so just foundational in the work of the church and seeing lives change for the kingdom of God, I realized how little I looked like them and how little I spoke like them and how little I believed and lived like them. And so that is what drew me to them because their their Christianity, the Christianity of the Church Fathers, looks so, so vastly different than the one that I or the the thing that I called Christianity for so long, and so it it was a challenge. And you know, I thought I had all the answers, and I thought I had a monopoly on God and theology, which is just just so so ridiculous. I, it's it's almost laughable, but it, it's it's even just really really shameful even to speak out loud <laughs> these days. But you know, I thought if you weren't like me, then 
you might still be a Christian, but you just you weren't you weren't as good of a Christian as you should be. Maybe you're I guess you're a B rate Christian. I'm not even sure. I'm trying to get most of that out of my head now in the sense of that's not how I believe, but just even thinking about how just young and incredibly dumb I was. And, you know, finally I'm in a place where I know enough now that I know I don't know that much and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not having all the answers. And now I understand that unity is not uniformity. And I understand that I have so, so much to learn. My, my narrow stream of thought and, and how every, all that, all those things, it just kept me blocked off from such the rich and beautiful tradition and teachings of those that have been foundational to the work of the church at large in the world since the apostles. And so for today, today is All Saints Day. It's, it's, like I said, it's special for me because it, it reminds me of where I was and it reminds me where I'm going. And also, All Saints Day is a, is a way to even practice resurrection because we're resurrection people. So All Saints Day is a way for us to remember the saints and join with them in worship of God and remembering the work and their labor and honoring them and honoring their lives and thanking God for the work and the foundations that they have laid. And so we're practicing resurrection by holding the things they've done and the things they've taught us in one hand, but also looking forward to the resurrection of of life ahead of us and working to see the new creation be birthed in the middle of the old, to see the divine come forth out of the dirt and see the miracle just burst out of the mundane and the muck of life. So All Saints Day is just this really, I guess in so many ways, a complex, (laughs) just, um, you know, like boiling pot of of different things for me. And like I said, as, as far as All Saints Day goes, if I could reduce down what I want for this podcast to be, it is it would be as if I want this podcast, every episode, to be a little piece of All Saints Day for you every time you listen to it. A way for the saints and those that have gone before us to be commemorated and remembered and uh, you know held up high and esteemed and be thankful for the labor and the work and the teaching that they have done to, to get us here. And, you know, we, we can talk about all the problems and we can talk about all the issues in the church and people because there are. But guess what? This thing is messy and it's always been messy. Church is, it's always been wild and it, it's good like that. And yeah, there's issues we need to work on, but no one's getting it right all the time. And that's why remembering those that have gone before us, even if some people really challenge the way we believe, is such a good thing, and that's why I need All Saints Day, and I'm so thankful the church, you know, has All Saints Day, and I wish, I, I guess I, I really just wish there was something that would become of greater prominence early on in my life, Like, but I wasn't a part of the traditions that, that would have esteemed All Saints Day and All Hallowtide, and I mean, I went from celebrating <laughs> Halloween pretty re- religiously as a kid to thinking it was like the work of the devil. That's a whole different podcast for another day because I've been on Facebook all day trying to argue with people that Halloween has no roots in paganism. But, you know, not getting on that soapbox today, but I just really wanted to just turn your attention to All Saints Day and this this time within the church calendar, remember those. And it doesn't necessarily have to be some great saint because also on today, I remember people like my grandfather who was a faithful deacon in a Baptist church. My the whole my whole life that uh, the whole time I was 
that he was alive when I was alive. That's He was that. He was faithful. And he was faithful to his wife. And he was faithful to his kids and to his grandkids. And he was an exemplary, just, just radiated the love of God in so many ways. And did it in so few words. I just, I can't even explain it. So today's about that. It's about remembering all of those, whether they be saint, venerated, patron, patron or patroness, whether they be a sinner, a heretic, a mystic, whether they be someone that just impacted our life in any way, just simply those people who've gone on, who have laid foundational work for the church to move forward in the plans of God and in seeing the kingdom unfold in the here and now and seeing the new creation come to birth here and now. So again, I hope you're having a great week. Um, And, you know, All Saints Day it is so important to me, and I hope that it's important to you, and I hope this podcast will kind of help maybe urge you into, or nudge you rather, into um, observing it a little differently and thinking about it a little differently and and how that your life can be affected by those who have gone before you, whether they be saint, sinner, heretic, or mystic how they can mold you and shape you and make you um, long for God more and how they can, they can shape your life and help you and help you grow and build you up to be more of the person that God made you to be. Because I've never felt more like myself than I do today. And 16-year-old Ryan Cagle or 18-year-old Ryan Cagle would not recognize me. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> I am. Because it, it finally feels good in so many ways to just finally feel like I'm free to be me. And it's because of those that have gone before us. It's because it's because of the saints. It's because of these people that have been so become so foundational to my life that I was never opened up to before that I'm finally able to breathe again. It's people like St. Isaac the Syrian and Maximus the Confessor and Tilhard and Dorothy Day and Brendan Manning and Thomas Merton, these people that I've recently just had podcasts on. It's because of these people that I'm breathing the way I'm breathing today, and I'm walking the way I'm walking today, and I'm loving the way I'm loving today. So I am in great debt to the saints and all those that have gone before us. Today is just such a special day for me, but I'm not going to keep you any longer. Thank you. Thank you for listening in. If you would share, that would be fantastic. The more people hear, some people like to hear my hillbilly rants on theology, Jesus, and dead guys. Some people don't. But just thank you so much. I really cannot tell you how thankful I am for you just listening and bearing through all of this even. So thank you. May just your week just be fantastic. And may your life be molded by those that have gone before you. May you be built up in this, by this great cloud of witnesses that we found ourselves in. Grace and peace to you.